Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. Let's do an update on what is happening in Gaza. Pressure is building on Israel. The United Nations General Assembly has passed a resolution, quote, demanding a ceasefire in Gaza. What does all of that mean? What is the latest and who is demanding the ceasefire? From our reports, three quarters of member states are demanding that. Uh, we're talking to Afro Middle East Center's Naeem Jenner. Naeem, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning to you. Uh, a demand on ceasefire. We heard the UN standing up quite, quite vehemently saying this needs to end. They can enforce it. Is Israel listening? Um, no, Israel is not listening, and uh, Israel will refuse to listen as long as it has the uncritical support of the United States, as it does. So, um, and and the a, a General Assembly resolution, even if it is demanding, um, it doesn't have the power to implement that demand. You're saying it has the support of the U.S. Do they? There's President Biden has now offered his sharpest public criticism of Israel since the start of the war. Um, Biden has uh, made such criticism publicly as well for a few weeks already. I mean, uh, even before the last uh, truce, the six days that they had of, of pause, as they call it, uh, even before that, there was a, a supposed four-hour truce. And uh, during just before that was implemented, he made a comment, for example, that um, to the media that he had wanted three days and... They only uh, decided on four hours, and he shrugged his shoulders. So it seems that over the past uh, few weeks, since, certainly since the beginning of this episode, that the leverage of the U.S. over Israel has uh, declined considerably, um, which means that uh, Israel can expect full support from the United States without uh, the kind of pressure that the U.S. is usually able to bring to bear when it wants. Uh, on, on Israel and therefore can you know uh, act com- with complete impunity. Whether Biden now decides to change tack because there also seems to be um, dissent within his own party, uh, just seeing the kind of genocide that's unfolding in Gaza, um, if that dissent becomes strong enough, he might decide to then actually apply some pressure uh, on Israel, which of course is, is not unheard of in terms of U.S.-Israel relations. Uh, a number of Americans are traveling to Israel uh, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, what, what will those discussions be? Well, I, I think partly what you're just saying, that um, Biden, you know, the Biden administration now is uh, trying to put some pressure on Israel to, um, to end the, the onslaught on Gaza. Um, certainly, the, the kind of language is to restrict civilian deaths, etc. Mm-hmm. But uh, but but they want the the, the the onslaught on Gaza to end, to to stop, even though they're not saying so publicly. Um, a week ago, um, someone from the administration said that they had told the Israelis that they'll give them two more weeks to finish it off. Uh, to which Netanyahu responded that he wants two more months. Um, so I think that that will that will be a big part of the discussions, trying to put that kind of pressure on Israel. But of course, if there's no stick that the U.S. is willing to use against Israel, um, then they have no leverage, and uh, that's the only issue: uh, whether the U.S. is willing to say we'll cut aid if you continue, etc. Sure. Let's talk about the UN for a little while. The UN General Assembly stood up and passed this demanding a ceasefire, saying that they can enforce it. What teeth do the UN have if there is no USA involved? 
Sorry, what, what, what does the what, UN have? What teeth do they have? What, what, what can they do about it? Well, the General Assembly can't do anything. Um, it depends on the UN Security Council to, uh, to implement a resolution uh, or to take a resolution that's uh, binding in a way that will send peacekeepers or you know, do all those big things. But in the Security Council, you have five states with a veto, one of which is the U.S. And uh, from the very beginning, from 10 weeks ago, uh, the U.S. has made it clear that it's just going to support whatever Israel wants and has uh, vetoed two resolutions that call for a ceasefire. The second of which by Brazil even did what the U.S. asked it to do, which is it included uh, condemnation. Have we lost name Jenna? See if we can get Naim Gina back again. Naim Gina joining us, telling us about what's happening out in uh, Israel and Gaza. Uh, are you there, Naim? All right, uh, let's get let's push that button there. We'll see if we can get Naim back again. Uh, what's your take on that? You can always give us a call 86 You can send us a WhatsApp voice note on 0614104107. Uh, I see news, and I'm going to ask Naim about this. The latest news we have, uh, in fact, he's back on the line again. Naim, uh, how's it going? Sorry, we lost you for a second there. The the latest news we have is. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu saying that Israel will continue the war until, quote, absolute victory, unquote. Do we know what absolute victory is as for Netanyahu? Absolutely not. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the stated objectives of the Israelis have uh, been very confused and changed from time to time. So on one day it is to eliminate Hamas. On another day it's to disarm uh, the fighters in Gaza. On another day it's to ensure that uh, Hamas doesn't control any part of Gaza, all of which are uh, entirely different uh, from each other. But uh, the, the, the clear thing is that they uh, don't have specific objectives and they haven't met any military objectives. I mean, all they've done is uh, massacred uh, close to 19,000 people, um, about 75% of them women and children, and apart from and, and destroyed the infrastructure, including, of course, UN infrastructure. But apart from that, there's no clear military objectives that they have uh, stated and no clear military objectives that they have achieved. Um, They haven't uh, killed a substantial number of um, Hamas fighters, Um, nothing substantial, actually. Uh, They haven't destroyed any uh, military infrastructure of Hamas or any of the other groups in any kind of substantial way. So, uh, no, we don't know what absolute victory means, and it seems that Netanyahu himself uh, doesn't either. I mean, this is a a festival of destruction, as one of their ministers uh, said early on. There's the fog of war, so it's difficult to know. This is why we're chatting to you. What is the current, uh, for lack of a better word, what is the current status of Hamas? Well, it seems that uh, Hamas's military capacity hasn't been degraded in any substantial way. Um, they, the, the number of fighters, and you know, b- before all of this started, um, assessments, general assessments have been that between Hamas and the other groups, they had about 40,000 fighters in, uh, in, in Gaza. Um, that number hasn't been dented in any substantial way. The munitions uh, stocks, have not been dented in a huge way. Um, a, a lot of it, of course, has been used, and we, you know, there's videos out of Israeli Merkava tanks being destroyed, etc. But it seems like uh, there's a lot of munitions still in stock, 
a lot of fighters that are still waiting from Hamas and the other groups um, for more Israeli soldiers to come in. So again, as I said, you know, if you don't, uh, if you're not degrading uh, the capacity mm. of the resistance, you know, are you taking anything? Uh, let's talk about humanitarian efforts. What is are there? Are there uh, is humanitarian aid getting into Gaza? Is it getting to the right people? Uh, again, you know, I'm seeing videos that people will claim that Hamas are taking away some of the aid. I don't know what's happening. This is your gig. What is the current state of of aid to and from for the people in Gaza? There's hardly any aid going in now. Even in the period of the six day pause, um, they were sending in like a uh, hundred trucks a day or something. Before the 7th of October, um, because of the siege on Gaza and um, starvation and unemployment and poverty, etc., there were 500 trucks of aid going in a day. Um, in, in that pause period, it was like 100 or 150, which was already completely inadequate. Um, what's going in now is, uh, is, is a trickle that's even more inadequate. The Israelis blame the UN, um, as they've done for everything else. They blame the UN for being terrorists, for enabling terrorism, etc. Um, but the fact is that they control the borders. Uh, even the border with Egypt, uh, it's really Israel that decides whether it will be open or not. Um, which means that you're having a humanitarian disaster of uh, catastrophic proportions uh, taking place in Gaza now. Um, and I think even with the kind of war that we saw in Syria... Um, a few years ago, what we see now in Gaza is much worse than that in mm. terms of the humanitarian situation. Uh, just finally, this war is obviously radicalizing Palestinians. We, we always were told by, by people that Palestinians didn't support Hamas. But I guess now if, you, if your, your country, your houses, your family are being ravaged by an opposition, Hamas must be smiling. Not, that's the wrong word. Hamas must be gathering support now because people want to fight against Israel. They might, be, they might be smiling too. Um, no, absolutely, you're correct. And, uh, and it's not just in Gaza. I mean, even in the West Bank, uh, where the, the Palestinian Authority run by Fatah is in control, they've become virtually irrelevant now because uh, there's a militancy that... And of course, uh, the West Bank is also being mm. attacked. Um, 1,200-odd people have been killed thus far in the past few weeks. But uh, the support for the resistance in general, not just Hamas, right. you know, there's a popular fund, etc., has increased considerably in the past few weeks. Right, we're going to have to leave it there. Naim Gina, thank you very much. Senior researcher at the uh, Mapungubwe Institute. Thank you very much for highlighting what is happening out in the East.